You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to We The Villains Podcast. It's your boy Dak Gerbs in the building. You'll hear the bong shortly. I'm just packing my bowl right now. Up some blue dreams slash wedding cake. A little bit left there. And then I also got some pens. Wherever you are today. Smoke with us. Listen to us. We will talk mostly wrestling today. Because we did not get into wrestling last week. The NBA season's got us by the balls right now. And especially Gerv. Because he's a Laker fan. And they are in trouble right now. So... It's a lot to talk about. <laughs> I know FanDuel's kicking my ass. Look here, FanDuel's kicking everybody's ass. Pat McAfee then ended his Thursday night risk-free same-game parlay. <laughs> <laughs> he ended it. Like, he stopped doing it. Like, he said, look, he goes, this is – I wanted to make people money, and all I'm doing is they're just getting their money back, and I'm tired of that. <laughs> It's um, I have I'm I've been doing very good at Fanduel NFL. That's good. Uh, like I, when I'm doing like the full lineups for the whole Sundays, I think there's only been two weeks all year that I didn't have a winning lineup. Yeah, that's good, man. And then I've done a bunch of the single game fantasies for them too, and I usually do pretty well. But the NBA, man. For as much that I think I know about the NBA and um, how much I follow it and how much I watch it, I've just been doing terrible. Last night, <laughs> so like to do the full lineups is the ones I've been doing terrible on. Um, yeah. And I last night I was like, you know what? Let me figure out some strategies. Um. So what I did was I I did twenty different lineups in the nickel game. So really only a dollar worth of, of lineups. Yeah. But I did 20 different lineups, just following different strategies in my head and whatnot. And I think either one or two lineups actually won. Out of Damn. 20. Damn, out of 20? Yeah. Now, granted, you wasn't winning shit if your lineup didn't have Steph Curry in it last night. Nah, you had to have Steph. 50 and 10. Yeah, he went off. Andre Drummond was another great pickup from yesterday, too, because Embiid's out for a week. His salary was real low yesterday, not today. And um, so for like mm-hmm. five grand or whatever it is, he ended up getting, what was it? 50 some odd points down there 60 fantasy points yeah that's that's a good cheap pickup to get that many points yeah i think i think what it said on there was like 70 percent of the lineups had him in it though because they do that mm-hmm. you, you know you're gonna get at least rebounds uh some block shots with him starting i think he ended up having 20 rebounds <laughs> Damn. that's 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 drumming though I mean, he if he focuses on just rebounding, he can average about twenty if he wanted to. And that that's that's and it's crazy because players like that, you know, aren't really sought after. But 
I mean, he's loving a good the new rules, man, because I think it's gonna over time return make a return of the big man. Um, um well, it cuts <clears> down <throat> threes, man. I've noticed. Well, not a lot, but it it cuts down a little bit, and it cuts down that that bullshit. Like, ain't no jumping into nobody no more. Like, that you still see good. a couple calls here and there, but it's nowhere near the just the the blatant flop in you know the shit like James Harden style basketball. Bruh. This dude's having a pretty fucking bad season right now <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> so he's also working his way back still from injury, but it, he's definitely having the toughest time out of everybody adjusting to the way they're calling the new rules. Every play I've seen of this guy, almost highlight-wise, I'm like, bro, that's a foul on you. Like, <laughs> you can't grab his fucking arm and try to hook yourself, like, and it just seems like when he doesn't get that call because he's been so used to it that it just throws him out of rhythm. Like, it just fucks with his mind almost. Well, so it's like um, the same thing's been happening in the playoffs the last however long because he don't get as many of those calls in the playoffs. So, you know, he ends up shrinking. So with this season, he's he's so used to playing that way that he, mm-hmm. he's having trouble getting himself out of that mindset of trying to get that foul instead of actually trying to put the ball in the basket. <laughs> Durant, going to look at that motherfucker and be like, yo, you want a fucking ring or not, man? Fucking play ball. Stop playing the foul. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to hear what LeBron's saying inside his head when he's watching Westbrook do some of the things he's been doing. Yo. <laughs> like that one fucking, I think it was a tweet that I retweeted, man. It was like, yo, LeBron about to trade the whole fucking roster. <laughs> <laughs> but AD had a good game last night. Um, I love the, the alley-oops he was catching, some of the dunks he was doing. I was like, damn, this looks like a healthy AD right here. DeAndre played well, too, at the beginning. Mm. We were a bunch of lobs and just being who, what we can do because the Lakers are, are one of the biggest teams in the league. And LaMelo Ball is so fucking smooth. LaMelo, but the way he plays. I love the way the ball goes down the net when he hits. Well, shit don't touch nothing. And then, don't look um, like Carmelo Anthony playing like he won a ring, though. I, I respect that. Carmelo Anthony shooting like 62% from three for at home. If he's in Staples Center, Melo about to go off. Look, y'all in Staples Center, all you see in the crowd and all you see is motherfucking threes to the head. That's all you see. Like Yo, the whole I'm glad, I'm glad we signed Melo too because we'd be probably like, we might not even have a win yet if we ain't have Melo. Well, you know, it's like. Y'all, y'all got to get LeBron back because, like we talked about it on pre-talk, man, that ball's got to get out of Russell Westbrook's hand a little bit more when it like, needs to. Yeah, LeBron's good at okay. Now's a good here. You do your thing now this time. But yeah, he knows in certain situations in the game because he can read the game. Like, okay, let's bring this out. Give it to me. Let's get AD up in the high post or let's whatever. 
Yeah. And I did I did see a little bit more about that yesterday. So, you know, apparently they are learning. So against the Hornets, I did see at certain times where I mean Russ still had his moments, but there are many times where A D would come get the ball or call and make sure the play was set up for himself. That's good. He's got to definitely do trust A D with the ball more than Westbrook. Yeah, it's it's good, man. It's crazy, man. When AD gets that ball, if he gets that ball anywhere from that free throw line to the basket, that's a money shot. Like he's gonna hit that probably. If Melo getting the ball, Melo shooting it. Well, yeah, if Melo gets it, but if AD gets that ball <clears throat> at the free throw line into in between the free throw line and that in the basket, he's gonna score or foul. I mean, it's. It's just AD. Um, yeah, he's, he's real school. I really am loving, as a Kings fan, I am loving fucking Rashawn Holmes' little one-handed shot he does in the post or right at the free throw line. Yeah, I, a little floater or push shot or whatever he does. He's he's had that in his arsenal, man. He's really been able to use that to his advantage for the past few seasons. It's crazy to think that he's like one of the best players on our team. <laughs> uh, it's like we said at the the first NBA episode we did when Trav was on. I say, you know, Rashawn Holmes is one of my favorite players that's not on my team in the league. He uh he balls, and it's funny because I'm starting to see uh oh uh Wobe or Rob Perez talk about how. He goes, it's kind of funny how, like, the Kings and the Sixers know Fox for Ben Simmons helps both teams, but they're just kind of not worrying, let, not not talking and just letting this buy on by. <laughs> I, don't, I just think Sacramento would probably like to have a better idea of where Ben Simmons is head at. Well, apparently he's fucking listed, like, three mental health professions or something to the Sixers. I don't know what's going on. It's like a different story every time I look at that situation. I'm thinking, yo, I thought he hated this team. Now he's giving them mental help. She's like, what's going on here? Like, like, is he staying going? Like, what, what are we doing? He's trying to make sure he ain't keep getting fined all them game checks. Uh, but they need to I, go I, and get him on out of there. Like, I, I said this uh, again on the, on the NBA show, the first one we did. Um... They just, they just need to cut their losses and get them on out. Yeah, like, I mean, if you get them out of there, get somebody else to take on that salary, not y'all. Don't worry about it. And that it. Philly team is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, th- they got two... some injury issues right now. You know, Embiid's with it, uh, he's in the protocol now. But it's Tobias like, you know, has been out. It's like we've talked about this before, man. It's like two teams right now that will fix that situation where it helps both squads out. Damian Lillard Simmons or Darren Fox for Ben Simmons. It works out. It just works out for both teams and both sides. Court Moz is over there playing like Peja Stojakovic the last few games. Dude, remember when this dude was in the fucking uh, preseason first signed on to Philly or whatever and he started summer going, league. Yeah, summer league, not preseason. He started going off and I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Here we I are. I say it was the same one that, that was that the same summer league, maybe the same season that Lonzo and Kuzma were playing for the Lakers and that's why we were watching it maybe. 
could have been, man. Yeah, I think it was your all-star cast of Lakers in the Check it out by Young Draft Picks, yeah. And so, yeah, like, I mean, it's a – hold on real quick. Yeah, so they were doing real good in that summer league, and we saw Court Maz kind of going off. Yeah, but he's been playing like a little a damn Peja Stojakovic here lately. He's hitting shots, making plays. Yeah. It's been big in the absence of the people that they got out. And fuck, man. Damian Lillard or Darren Fox will fit perfect over there in Philly. Lillard wonder, definitely. The only thing is, is they have Tyrese Maxey. Who um is kind? Of, I I wonder where he would fit in in the whole mix if De'Aaron Fox were to come there. Granted, well, De'Aaron might. Fox is used to having another guard split the the decision making with him because Halliburton has the ball a lot. Well, um, dude, when he's in, but he was out yesterday. Man, look here. The more and more I watch when Halliburton's playing, he needs the ball in his hands. <laughs> Because yeah, I just wonder if that hurts Fox. It does hurt Fox because, I mean, Fox is, you know, he's, to me, he has a projection to be what everybody wants Russell Westbrook to be. Like, he's got that speed, he's got that drive, and he plays hard, but he also got that shot, and he don't make a lot of mistakes that, Westbrook can make you know it's not all about Westbrook it's not all about Fox like he is a team guy but he's still gonna get his but the team's gonna get the W at the same time I guess we should probably save all this NBA talk for <laughs> the NBA episode hey look we gave him we gave him like what 13 14 minutes here so oh yeah, a little brief a brief look into what we'll get in Thursday I'll have some uh, topics and I also want to go ahead and put out my uh, first high five, my MVP ladder right now. Your what? Um, my my high five MVP, current MVPs. For wrestling? Which, <clears throat> for uh, for the NBA. Oh, NBA. Oh, oh okay. Yo, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. I'll, that's have, I'll have that for the next episode. It's going to be a good I'll show. i uh, probably have – I may even do a power rankings as with teams. Do like a five? Yeah, you know, like a, my high five power rankings. And these are things that could be updated weekly. I could have my new five each week. And then we'll just see how the season progresses. Hey, that's, that's good to do right there, man. It's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually going to have to yeah, I've done, some I've, pro- I've probably watched more basketball this season than I have – any season that I can re- well let me let me rephrase that I've watched more of other teams this season than I've watched probably ever <laughs> it's definitely hard to, to watch uh, your favorite team right now at times huh <laughs> I mean I've I've I think I only missed maybe one game this season of theirs it's I've, I've sat through the roughness schedule fucking sucks for king games <laughs> Being an East Coast fan of a West Coast team just sucks in general. Game oh, yeah. start till ten thirty at night. Yeah, dude. Like I I've wish been they dealing could... with that my whole life. I used to go to school so so damn tired. If the Lakers were on TNT the previous night, songs I was gonna be up at one or two o'clock. Yeah, you was gonna watch that game. I was gonna watch wow. that game, son. 
me, I can't do that. Fuck, if I do that, well, I might as well fucking go to sleep at 3 o'clock, wake up at 10.30 and watch the game. <laughs> did the king, Did your Kings pull it out last night? I, I think I missed uh, it. Uh, or who do we play, Phoenix? <laughs> I know we lost the Phoenix game. I don't know if we won last night. I haven't checked it. Checked I, our score. I yet. can't remember because I know Halliburton didn't play. Well, I, I could, mean, it could if, have been Phoenix Hallie, last night. If, if Halliburton didn't play, then that means De'Aaron Fox was probably a good pickup for fantasy. I think he did okay. I mean, I don't think it was anything crazy. Oh, uh, then we probably didn't win. We, I, just, I, 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 I was, I remember it being uh, somewhat of a close game late, and I just can't remember. I can't even remember who y'all were playing. I think y'all might have been playing um the Jazz. That sounds right. Yeah, because it was. I could, uh, I could probably figure this out real quick. Let me know if I cut out. Um, I'm not sure. I had to fucking flip my do not disturb on because I got a mention from this dumbass wrestling fan. <laughs> Dude, he's been arguing me about this Bret Hart situation, and I know he's wrong. Damn. This dude keeps trying to tell me Bret Hart was world champion when he got released. That's not how it, he was not world champion when he fucking released. Shawn Michaels was champion. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we can go. Ahead. Y'all actually lost to the Suns last night. That was last night. I think it was. Y'all, uh, y'all okay. had a hell of a fourth quarter comeback to um to get where you were. Yeah, I think I played right, jazz played. the game before. We played uh, at six thirty, and I missed it because I had I fell asleep with wifey, and we played at six thirty on Sunday, and I fucking missed it. <laughs> um, so you were getting yeah. into it with a uh, somebody on Twitter about what now? They they kept trying to tell me that Bret Hart was world champion when he got released by WWE, and that's a, that's not how it happened. He was still under contract. When the screw job happened, am I wrong or am I like, or did I fuck something up here? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he was. I don't know if his contract had already expired, and he and he was just do. I I do remember something weird about something to do with the contract or whatnot, but I wouldn't. The say only thing that, that was weird about it was he was one of the f- few people that signed the twenty year deal. Like in the ni- early nineties or, or late eighties or something. Like the thing is, typically, if you're released from a contract, you ain't wrestling no more on the damn card. Yeah, and he keeps going. He goes, "Well, they decided the whole thing a month before Survivor." I'm like, "Yeah, but he wasn't world champion when he officially walked out the door." Shawn Michaels was. That's why the screw job happened because he didn't want to put Shawn over. And he keeps going, and then it somehow. Because like his tweet, because it was going on about the releases or something, and I, and I kept because t- then I saw something. It was something about Bret Hart, and then there was something at the bottom about Orton definitely must be on the no cut clause in his release. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, Bret Hart or said something about oh yeah, he said Bret Hart was released when he was world champion, and Orton must have a no cut clause in this thing and me being who I am I was like well first of all 
you're a fucking <laughs> hater. You think Randy Orton should be released or shouldn't or shouldn't have a no cut calls. <clears throat> and second, uh, Bret Hart was not world champion when he left because <laughs> that was the case. The screw job would have been a whole bigger ordeal. Because, dude, if he was still world champion, I'm pretty sure he would have walked out on WCW with the world, with the WWF title. <laughs> so, the, like, his, he was set to show up in WCW. Like, I think that was pretty much like a done deal. And he, Bret Hart didn't want to give up the title. He didn't want to lose the title. And, of course, <clears throat> Vince would think he would want, he'd probably show up on WCW. It's not like it hadn't happened before. With yeah, uh, so, Medusa, yeah, I mean it already happened. So like, yeah, like you can't do that. Like <laughs> you can't <laughs> unless they have a partnership. That's the only way you can do that. And then, then he goes on. And he goes, and then I said something about you know I was like, well, you know Orton. If we're being real here, Orton's more valuable than a Bret Hart. And this dude got offended, boy, because he's like, how the hell is Orton more valuable than Bret Hart? I was like, well, overall, if you look at in-ring ability, size, the look, promo, like everything, Orton's the total package. He's more, and longevity, he's more valuable. If you, technician-wise, there, that's where you put Bret Hart. He's a one-style guy. And, but I just... Me personally, like yeah, maybe he was out of his contract, but he was still working with WWE as world champion, like before he went to WCW. Like that's the thing. Like I was kept trying to like, but I, I couldn't find no article online or anything that was telling me that I was wrong or telling me that he was right. So I mean, the the last moments that we seen Bret Hart on WWF programming, was he the, lost his championship. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the argument as far as Art Orton and Bret Hart, who's more valuable, I could see how that would be argued. Be argued, but... <clears throat> I, I mean, Bret Hart... The, the I whole mean, thing that I took from the original tweet is, why would anybody want to release Randy Orton right now? Like... Because I think they're making a play on to, like, the whole age requirements right now in WWE and shit. Oh, which is a hard... That's the only thing I can get out of it. It's the only thing I can get out Because why else would Orton even be brought up in this situation? I know he's older, but let's be real. Randy Orton's not walking out. They're not letting Orton walk out the door. That's stupid. <laughs> Randy Orton can still uh, headline WrestleMania right now. Randy Orton could literally, depending on how you use him, and if he stays healthy, can go probably for another 10 years on a light schedule. Yeah, I say, uh, yeah, I don't know how long. I wonder how long he is going to go. I know he's probably got at least another five in him. At least, but, um, man. Like, but yeah, like, it depends on how long he wants to go. But if I look overall career wise, we see where Bret Hart's career went. Like if we all go by the same trajectory and everything, how everything plays out, Orton's more valuable. Accomplishments, like just longevity, just he's more valuable. Bret Hart, Orton you got has, Orton has a more impressive resume. Well, he has a more impressive resume, but even merch, like 
drawing. I mean, Bret Hart didn't draw as a champion either, is what people are afraid to admit. It's kind of unfair, though, because at that time, Hulk Hogan was the biggest star in wrestling, and and there was nothing, there was no one even close. Wow. And when he went to WCW, he took a lot of viewers of the WWF product away. So there, as far as Bret Hart didn't draw, yeah, he didn't draw, but nobody was about to draw like Hulk Hogan back then. Nah, he was too larger than life, man. He, he Hulk Hogan was bigger than wrestling at, at that time. Like just his name and alone, you know, and, and that's look. And if people can't understand that from a business point of how WWE is nowadays, they, they just don't know business because as a company, you don't want one employee to be bigger than your company. Like you don't because as an as a company and having an employee, you want that person to be the best employee they could be, but you don't ever want their name to be so big that people are talking about that person more than your company. Like, I think it works out though. I mean, if if they're talking it, about uh, him, then they're obviously talking about you too. Because you you gotta figure it, like The Rock, as big as The Rock is, and as big as all the movies he's ever been in, and how long he ever wants to call himself Dwayne Johnson, yeah. like everybody knows that dude came from WWE, and that's The Rock. Hey, there's some people that don't. You know, there's gonna be some people that don't. It's, it's Maybe some kids, some younger generations, they know him from kids' movies more often than not, but they also know that that man's The Rock. Well, all right. I feel like I'm losing this argument, and I feel like I shouldn't be, but <laughs> it could be my ego. Could be my no, ego. No. Could, could be my ego. But I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I understand it as a business wise. If I owned a company, want a big like a wrestling company yeah i would want a big star but i also don't want that star to be so big that if he ever left my company he's taking 50 percent of my viewers or my fans yeah. yeah i guess like with the rockets it's kind of a different scenario since he didn't really he didn't like leave the company and continue wrestling yeah so yeah like hey i i understand what you're saying the rock would be actually like a, a different example because like had the look, rock look. went to impact um the then fuck? that's that's uh i mean as fucked up as that even feels and sounds that's game changing that's you know, what you know he he would have took a certain amount of viewers that would have had to go check this out like me like i wasn't like i i'm a I, i'm a big kurt angle fan so when kurt angle made that jump I went and watched, you know, yeah, and, and he was and nowhere near as watching. big in WWE as The Rock. No, like imagine if fucking Stone Cold would have walked out out there. You that know? was the, that would be the one guy, especially back then, that if he ever wrestled anywhere else, oh, dude, he takes everything. He, the a, a hefty sum of viewers is going to go watch because of him. Dude, it's like right now, if AEW were able to get Stone Cold to appear on their show, oh, dude, that their would viewership shockwaves through the world. 
<laughs> Bro, he appears on your show and stuns, let's say, a Kenny Omega. That's talked about for the next 20 years. <laughs> I mean, dude, could you imagine Vince? Could you look as dude, Vince would probably pull the rest of his hair out. Only way and, I can see that happening is if, if Vince and them sell the company. It, yeah, it'd be like, or Vince was no longer here type situation. Yeah, like, oh, you know what? And even still, I, I doubt if Austin's going to do anything wrestling related, it's probably it's going to be WWE. Yeah, he's a lifer, man. He's a lifer, for sure. <laughs> and it's like, you know, but it's like, he, he, but it's, it's that's that's the, the point I was basically making. Because if Randy Orton jumped ship right now, He's taking some of your viewers and some of your fans. It's Randy Orton. Yeah, I don't think Randy Orton. Uh, God, I hate to use this term. I don't think he's that much of a needle mover. This dude just compared Randy Orton to CM Punk, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, to be <laughs> to be fair, Punk hasn't moved the needle that much either. Look here, CM Punk ain't moved the needle so bad. Eddie Kingston's more over than him right now. After that whole move. <laughs> Yo, but I ain't gonna lie. I did fucking laugh when Punk called him a fucking bum. That shit was funny. Alright? Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I actually still need to go back and watch that. I didn't catch that. Was that on Red right. page? Yeah, and I gotta agree with Jim Cordette there. That should have been on Dynamite, not your second show. Or Rampage, or damn Punk stays on Rampage. All he does is talk on Dynamite. That's all he did on Rampage. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I, I kind of hate how much he's just coming out there to talk. Every I'm like, here we go, I've seen this. But he they're isn't really slow. saying much new. They, I think they're setting up. I think they want the fans to be tired of him. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be their next big heel, probably. Oh, when the fans start, if the fans inevitably start to turn on him. <laughs> and this is something that I'm... Oh, he is going to shit all over the fans, son. And I can't wait because I'm. this will be the first time in a long time I could see some heel CM Punk and he doesn't have Paul Heyman. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't need it. He doesn't. You know, it's the same with Roman Reigns. Like, he really doesn't need it, but it adds that you know, just adds it to it. Imagine Punk come out there and and you know he's the fans that turn on him. So that you know, you guys actually made me realize that that old man was right. Yo, he fucks around and says that he knew what he's he was good. talking about. I didn't want to believe it, but <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he just go off, dude. It'd be it'd be fucking great. It's gonna be fucking great because he'll the fans- pipe, he'll drop a pipe bomb on the crowd. They thought, they thought what freaking what's his face was saying about him was bad. Yeah, they think what Lambert saying is Lambert, bad. Lambert, thank you. I, I couldn't think of his name. They thought that was bad. If Punk decides to rip him one, yeah, I I am low key liking the directions both companies are going. All right, and. And I know this is going to be crazy because WWE is not the highest on everybody's list anymore. And nobody has anything positive to say. So I'm going to be one of the few people. 
I'm liking the fact that it seems to me, that even though, yeah, they're releasing a bunch of people, it seems like they don't have direction for a lot of people. But it's starting to me that they are slowly getting everybody in a direction. Slowly. Like, they're getting, like, it seems to me they are really getting rid of everybody that they feel they can't work with or they have no direction for. And all the releases that have been happening, you have that's the same story that I f- see on all these wrestlers and superstars. It's like, okay, I get why they released them. They're a little up in age. I get it. But they haven't figured out what works for them under their umbrella. Fuck it. Let's cut the tie. Let's cut the loss and go. And yeah, move, let's, let's move on. Let's find something else that might work better because these. Yeah. A lot of uh, these days is the fact that the fans think that you bury them so fast. They've actually buried them in their minds. Yeah, they bury the fans bury superstars in their minds. Exactly, dude. Before any company does. Yeah, once like, they're buried, once once Jeff Hardy pinned Karrion Cross, they buried them. Raw. It, the fans they, buried. they absolutely buried them in his, in their mind. Yeah. I'm not gonna it, lie. I'm I'm kind of one. I I think I did it too. Because I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Look, at the time, everybody hates it. But once, because I didn't see the actual match or anything. But once you clarified to me that Hardy definitely did something illegal to win the match, then I was like, okay. And then before every before the fans went on their little shit show that they do. It was coming out that, okay, the plan before the fans fucking buried it all, he's going to take a loss here and a loss here, but then Scarlet's going to show up and this and that. But I just felt like after a while, Dutta was like, look, we can't get them to connect now. The fans have buried them in their mind. We can't get it to work, even though we know it'll work, but it's just not going this way we want it to, so fuck it, go. To me, it it killed all his momentum because at that time, the Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross feud was my favorite thing going in wrestling. And they were built up this undefeated star and Cross. He was a badass. Nobody could touch him. And now Samoa Joe just stepped to the plate and then randomly Karrion Cross shows up on Raw and, and loses to Jeff Hardy. Hey. Yeah. I can get it. He lose former world. It, it champion. took all the steam out of Joe's return to me. It, it took a lot of. It just took a lot of the steam out of it. And and like I said, I probably did that to myself in my mind. But at that point, it was just like it killed the whole. It killed the mystique of the whole match between him and Joe because to me, it was yeah. the undefeated monster, this badass that nobody could touch. But uh oh, Joe's back. <clears throat> yeah, they should have. They should have uh, waited until after the Joe thing. Before, you know, like if he would have lost to Joe, and then the Jeff Hardy thing, then it'd be like, okay, Samoa Joe's thrown him off his game. Exactly. He choked him out. He choked him out. They they just they just didn't think it through. They did it a week early. That's all. Like they did it a, a few weeks early because they had these plans, and I get it. I it just seems so unnecessary at the time, though. I mean, the, what, why not wait the month and get this whole Joe thing done? But, yeah. yeah. You and had the biggest that, roster full of talent superstars possible. There's no need to debut I, Cross. I am noticing a little bit of timing issues on WWE's end. 
And and the reason why they have these timing issues is because I feel like on the main roster, the way they write and the way they book on the main roster, it's like, all right, this is how we're gonna go. And then they completely forget. It's like the people on the main the writers for the main roster, they they shun out the whole NXT storylines and it, it like it fucks with what they're doing on the main roster for sure. I don't I think um the good thing about the way that they're doing 2.0 now is I don't think that's going to be much of an issue no more. No, it's because good. I, I mean, it seems to me like maybe these are since Vince and everybody had a, has their input now on these yeah. superstars getting the gimmicks and whatnot down there. I don't think their mm-hmm. gimmick will have to change much once they get to the main roster. Nah, they just might tweak something here and there. Be a yeah, bigger nothing, state. like nothing tremendous though. It won't. It won't be the the same. Oh man, dude, Keith Lee. Hey, like I said on the pre-talk, you know, I I don't want to talk too much about the releases, but that's the one guy that I would definitely say that, man, they did not capitalize on the opportunities with Keith. They dropped the they dropped the ball on it. But after the health issues and then what they couldn't figure out what they wanted him to be on the main roster, they wasted too much time at that point. To me, his, I mean, he was already a he was already a finished character, a finished product. They didn't have to do too much. Um, the the theme song change because of the whole CFO thing was stupid. Um, you look at the moments that he had with Roman at Survivor Series, Lesnar um, at the Rumble, with Lesnar in the Rumble. Like he those, was those first, moments uh, were were great moments. He was and, the first and, NXT and North American champion at the same time. You know, like, he... Look, before all this crazy shit went down, he was a big favorite of mine in the Rumble coming, like, that passed and went, like, he was just... I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Look, in the long run, yeah, they dropped the ball on Keith Lee. But I'm not worried about him because he's going to be okay. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be in AEW, him and Mia Yim, probably. Like, that's the people thing, were like, upset about Mia Yim, but I was like, man, to be fair, I'm not, I'm not a anything. fan of hers, but I'm not like a big – I'm also not a uh, – I don't hate her. But every time she was on air, I was not entertained much at all. Look, man, her moveset was limited. Like, this is the thing. Like, every – look, every person that – Every fan has been like so like bitter after they've been released. All comes down to the fact it's like, oh, you weren't even a WWE fan, or you're just an indie fan. All these people that came up in the independents is who you're fans of, and it's not going your way. That's all that is. So now, dude, Jim Cornette nails AEW like perfect every time he talks about it. He goes, look, he goes, there is no, he goes, everybody says Vince and WWE killed the independents. Yeah, they did for a little bit, but AWs came in and killed it more because there is no more independents. You basically like, have WWE and AEW. You got Impact New Japan not- way over there. Yeah, like until New Japan establishes an audience in like North America, which they're not, it's gonna be 
it's going to be the same thing. Like you just got to be like, you have to be in tune with that product. Like you got to keep up with it, watch the streams, watch everything just to be fresh with it. Shout out to impact Um, for still hanging on though. They're still hanging on, but nobody's about to watch them now because AW that partnership's over. Uh, so I'm sure people are going to check it out. Um, if, uh, Adam share ends up, did he sign already, or what's the deal with that? I think Boundful Glory's coming up or something. Or did it already happen? I don't know. There's some pay-per-view coming up. I think he's about to sign. But I have trouble I, keeping up with them, man. I, I if if Wyndham shows up, that would that would bring some viewership in. They uh, I, Impact actually has a, an opportunity here because because of the Ring of Honor thing, they might be able to get a couple guys from there. Um, and ha- and they can try to be a third option at least. They would probably Impact would probably feel like the last of the Indies. Oh, they are. Like, dude, the thing that that really bums me about Impact, and I can't watch it, is because there's people in the crowd, but you can't even hear. Them. <laughs> it's like it's like they're not mic'd up, like or something. Like, there's no like their mics are horrible. Like, you can't hear no crowd. You can barely hear their entrance music. But as soon as they start talking on the microphone, that's all you can hear. Did um, you still watching Dark and Elevation? Dude, I haven't watched that shit in about a month. Yeah, the the one time I checked it out when they got the Universal, I think that's yeah, they're doing those. I, I I didn't feel it, man. That that's not the AEW atmosphere that I'm used to. Almost, it almost feels in a weird way that I almost should have kept it. Um. Well, I mean, you're at Universal. No you're at Universal Studios, and I mean, we're still in the pandemic area era, so like, not many people can get in there like that. So, if I, I mean, happen to be at Universal and they were doing a film, a taping one day, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh yeah, yeah. That's I mean, fuck. I definitely do it. Where's um, Ty Conti? <laughs> that shit was funny, yo. This dude fucking Eddie Kingston, he's like, yeah, what are you doing November 13th at Full Gear, punk, huh? Fight me. Uh, I mean, I thought you were more of an elevation or a dark guy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw that uh, quoted on Twitter. He was such an asshole, man. That shit was great. But, yeah, yo, like, tap motherfucker... Eddie Kingston looked at this dude and said, nah, you're the reason why I didn't get big around here. You held me down because of your status down there, Ring of Honor and all this. He goes, you think I don't know? He goes, you think, he goes, you think I can see through that little fake-ass smile you sit here and give me? Well, what are you smirking for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to go and back and watch that then. Wifey comes out there. She goes, who's this New York motherfucker on the TV with the Tims and the sweatpants <laughs> talking like that? I was like, yeah, he's from New York. <laughs> she goes, oh, I know. <laughs> but then yeah, Punk, you don't, I mean, mistake, Punk, you don't mistake that accent. Nah, it's crazy. Sometimes it should have come out in me up here. Yeah, if you were around it for a while, you know, it's like that. Well, it's kind of cool, though, like, the fact that like I can have conversations with a lot of people and say a bunch of cuss words and it's very normal. Yeah, because that's here. always been your your pretty much your vocab anyway. Yeah, dude, I say a lot of cuss words. Moms can't stand to hear me talk, yo. Know? 
Damn. Uh, I meant to call her after the Braves won the World Series. Shit. I think she was happy. Dude, that's crazy. Like, imagine if the fucking Colts could get their shit together and she just had a clean sweep. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Colts quarterback's Carson Wentz. Yeah, I was on. All right, look here. I mean, the dude played great in Philly the first few years, but it must be real. If it wasn't for Nick Foles, they wouldn't have won the championship. So, so basically, were we blinded by the Nick Foles uh, run there in Philly? Because like he kind of like made Carson Wentz seem valuable over there. Carson Wentz <laughs> was an MVP candidate that season before he got hurt. Even though it was, you know, relatively early, yeah. But um, he's. I don't. I think he. I don't know if he's ever been that good, to be honest. Nah, him and golf are starting to be what everybody projected them to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. Sorry, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was good to see that dude back on Friday. They needed them. And are we getting a, a uh, King Woods and Roman Reigns match? Yeah, they're supposed to face each other on SmackDown. That should be good. I can tell you, you ain't been. A, I can tell you, you ain't been in the knee. Well, I mean, that's why he came out there and said, "Nah, my cousin ain't been in the fucking knee." The fuck was wrong with you, son? <laughs> There's only one person he been in that knee to, and it ain't you. But it's cool, though. It, it makes sense. I, I get why New Day's on SmackDown. It makes perfect sense. Sets up the Survivor Series storyline. Well, the, Raw, the men's Raw team looks pretty nasty. Yo, but can they coexist? It's the only problem. I mean, it's going to come down to this. How many people are going to catch a Claymore? That's true. That's what it's going to come down to because you got Lashley. Ain't no one else on Team SmackDown going to eliminate Lashley. Lashley's on Raw's team? Yeah, he just beat Dominic last night and took his place. Oh, game over. You got Rollins, Owens. That's all world champions. Four and that was people. that was what Pierce said. All four were world champions except Dominic. So you can still be on the team if you beat this guy. And then last game. Oh, Adam Pierce starting to be a. Oh, that's nice. Adam Pierce starting to buddy up with Lashley a little bit since Lesnar did what he did to you. That oh nice. That would be that would be I, cool I, if they did that. Yo, if this dude Adam Pierce six Lashley on Lesnar one night. That'd be dope. I'm all for it. That's low MVP key was nice. back last night too. That's even better. Yo, I like that. Yo, that's cool because that, that's dope. It's just how the way you even presented that, I was like, whoa, Lashley. He said, if you can, and I'm sitting there thinking like, oh wait, Lesnar just fucked this dude up. That okay? You got something there, so, WWE? <laughs> yeah. So Lashley, Rollins, Owens, Ray, and um. Baller. It's not a bad team, man. I mean, not minus Ray. 
But Ray can get you those sneak points, man. He can sneak you a, a elimination in there. And Jeremy I think SmackDown is just Drew, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, Sami Zayn. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember the who the last one is. The infamous showdown between KO and Sami Zayn that we're going to see. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know it's going to turn into a hockey fight. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be the last time in WWE. Man, did we see a heel turn on KO last night? Or is he just slowly? Kind of, sort of. It's so... It was outside, and they were fighting over there near Big E, and Big E kind of got in Owen's way kind of inadvertently so he couldn't get back in the ring for the 10 count. Mm. So Rollins won via count out. Oh, we're not going to hear this, the end of this one. Before the match, Rollins was, you know, telling Big E on the mic, said, look, I haven't been honest with you. I've, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Being Kevin Owens, we, we we had a plan. We set this all up. That was the plan last week. <laughs> and then, of course, KO then came out, and then they started the match. But yo, know, there's low key some long term storytelling here with KO and Big E. Yeah. Since the when when Big E was out, and KO took his spot, and then KO turned on the new day. So yeah, <laughs> B- Kevin Owens just fucked Big E up afterwards. Did the power bomb on the apron? And it's like Old you said, dude, man. If we're about to see just if this is the last, okay, cool. If he's going out as a heel, at least awesome. he's gonna go out as a heel, yeah. And that crowd is going to shit when he debuts in AEW. If that go, if that happens like that, because. It's it's hard to tell with Kevin Owens because he likes to troll a little bit every now and then too. <laughs> That's it. But be he, funny if Sammy was over there already and he wins like the TNT Championship and KO comes out to celebrate with him, and they kind of play back to the NXT thing where Sammy's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Sammy might or, turn on him or Rammy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. He's got it. I wonder if he'll go back to El Generico. I don't. I, I don't feel like he will. I feel like he's uh, he's been out the mask now. I feel like he'll maybe be a, a whoever he's gonna be. I'm real interested to hear hear him on a that type of mic. But me personally, I think if they both went, I would like to see them really come in as an outsider's role. Like we're not here to come do y'all shit. We're here to come take uh, this shit over. You know, if you start seeing KO and Sammy or <laughs> Steen and Rammy, whatever the fuck they're going to be. Just chilling in the crowd, just walking around. There, yeah, just walking in the rafters. Yeah, just chilling and shit, just looking around. Maybe whispering a couple things in each other's ears. Shit. They play it all so well. And then I can see Adam Cole or Kenny Omega or someone trying or the Bucks trying to point them out, and they'd be like, "We're not. We, we bought tickets," and just pull out the tickets type shit. He's like, "Hey, we're just here. <laughs> just here watching they the work, show." They'd work very well for like a new age outsiders. 
They would, dude, because we seen it when they were feuding with Shane McMahon that time. Yep. Like that that's that's where I got that from. Like in my mind, I was just like, yo, they should come in and really try to take over and just be like, nah, like we've been in the big leagues. This ain't this what this is still Ring of Honor out here. I can hear one of them saying that shit. Like this is still the independents out here. I thought y'all were major. <laughs> oh, they could be they could be they would be great in that kind of role. I'm sure they'd have fun doing it too. Oh yeah, they would do it. They that that would if if they pitched that idea to Tony and he was like, Yeah, let's run with it, it'll work. I trust them to. Um I actually do though have a theory on Wyndham on the next time we will see him. I think he's gonna just drop like an interview or a podcast type thing. I don't think he's going to drop himself right in the ring right away. I think he's going to kind of get some shit off his chest on a personal matter, and then he'll show up somewhere. I think it's going to depend on what type of character he'll be playing. Who knows, man? Or this dude could go straight to Hollywood. Like, you know? The only thing is, is his non-competes up now, and... There just so happens to be a pay-per-view this Saturday. What? Full full gear? Full gear. <sighs> you know, if I'm if I'm book if I'm fantasy booking this, Hangman wins your title, Bray Wyatt shows up right behind him. I wonder how he would show up if he did. That's the only thing I don't know about. I almost, I almost wouldn't hate it if he showed up on Punk. <sighs> the other thing that keeps coming to my mind is, uh, you know, Miro. Now that he's in the picture, and he's been calling out his god. Oh, that's interesting. What if Wyndham answers? <laughs> I heard you. I heard you calling. <laughs> <laughs> you just start laughing. I wonder. Well, who, I mean, now the fact that Miro's in that match now, I'd I'd love for him to win it, but I don't. I don't think I'll see it happening. This, I don't think Brian Danielson's beating Miro though. We might have to do predictions because I want care, my title man. back. But if Brian Danielson wins this tournament, it makes a whole lot of sense for Kenny Omega to retain this title just to go back to Brian telling him, this isn't about the title today. One day it will be. Yeah, it, 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 it writes itself. But, so, I mean, that's if, uh, if Omega keeps the title. Bro. I'm sorry. Like I know fans think this is, but come on. Oh, dude, I, I'm I'm right there with you. It, it's I completely agree with um, Bully Ray. I think he actually said something too on Busted Open, where he said it's just not. It still doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the right time. I I don't think I, I there's too many other names right now that that are just 
bro, your your, your spot's gone, man. You you took time off at the wrong time, and I, I look, man, like it's just not there for me. Like to me, I don't feel the momentum's on any on his side. Like I know the hardcore fans are sitting there, like, ah, oh, yes, this is that moment. But I think at full gear, not feeling it. Nah, man. The, the, I just don't like this is the thing. Like, all right, let's say he does beat Omega. Bro, you're not beating Brian Danielson. You're not beating Miro. You're not beating CM Punk. Like, there's just so many other names now that's like they're they're just more of a draw than than hangman. I'm sorry. Like, I just I can't get behind it. So it's also one of these things where if that's the guy that they want to have as their champion. That's not a know, pillar to me. Well, so they if they feel like he is, then maybe we should give it a chance. I mean, at least we'll have to see how it presents after that. I don't think he's ready. I don't I've I haven't really seen much to be very excited about with Hangman personally. Bro, he'll win the title. It'll be an awesome moment because I'm sure his emotions will come out and it'll be a great moment. I give it two months tops before the fans are tired of it, though. To me personally, I feel like Adam Cole is going to cost him this match somehow. And maybe setting up a little feud between him and Cole. And then, uh, because I don't think, I think, I think we're probably going to get Brian and Omega. I mean, that's your money match. I mean, that's as, your as, money, as big as that match was last time that came to a draw, let that yeah, headline your like, pay-per-view with no time limit. Yeah, like, I mean, come on. Like, because look, that, I mean, AEW's got to start thinking here soon. WrestleMania season's right around the corner. You know? Like, yeah, WWE's released a lot of talent, but they still got some some big money matches they could pull out when they want to. So you, you got to save the – you got to – like, I just don't – like, look, man, when we got someone like Roman Reigns as a world champion, um, Big E, yeah, Bobby Lashley, you got some big – like, I just can't – it's just hard for me to see Hangman Page right now in this world title tier that everybody's putting him in. Like, I just – I, I don't see it, man. Like I, I feel like it's it's gone. The momentum just ain't there for me. But I could be wrong. Maybe I should give it a chance and let it ride. But if it happens, man, like they're not gonna like the result. I feel so. Like, I like the, the, yeah, the reason I say I have to give it a chance is because they haven't really missed with their world champions yet. And I feel like they might miss with that one. To me, yeah, I, I feel that way too, but I could be wrong. I wasn't ready for Omega to become champion either, but he's had a hell of a run. Um, But Omega some, at least it made sense. Yeah, because Omega is a pillar of that company. Like, that was y'all's guy coming in. Yeah, y'all signed Jericho, but this was your guy you wanted to get over in the U.S., Kenny Omega, like this was the number one guy coming this was to the, the best U.S. Bout machine. 
Yeah, this is the guy coming from New Japan that put on these fucking classics. Yeah, you know, Meltzer five star matches. Yeah, like basically when I know this is going to be a horrible comparison when I say it, but when Omega was coming to the AEW scene was like when AJ Styles was showing up in WWE finally. You heard all these, you've seen all these classics, you've you've heard about this guy, but now he's finally stepping foot in the big time. But you know, AJ Styles is AJ Styles though. Um, AJ Styles and Russell circles around everybody over in AEW. Yeah. Styles uh, and Omega would probably be a pretty good match though. We've seen I, I mean, Brian and Styles, and they deliver. I think AJ Styles could wrestle a broomstick. <laughs> a little Shawn Michaels thing. Like, dude. Fuck yeah. AJ Styles could wrestle anybody. This dude could wrestle Hornswoggle and fucking make a damn five-star match out of it. He's just that good. And yeah, I think he, he must have like a little. I wonder if he he got a nagging injury or something. Uh, they wrestled last night. They were talking about it on Cornette's podcast not too long ago. He had a non-medical injury thing or something. That's weird. Like it, it wasn't an injury that like like a broken something so. Someone was thinking, like, you know, it could have been maybe some dental surgery, you know. Oh, I got you. You know, just something something that just wasn't serious. Then some people thought it was COVID. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's AJ Styles. I think that's most and, of the headlines. Well, one headline, I know you don't really want to talk about it, but I just find it funny. When did Nia Jax become over? <laughs> I mean, I haven't really seen much of it being over. I've seen most people saying at least this is the one thing that we got good from this. Wow. I've seen the more positives than those. Like, I've seen everybody talking about... Oh, oh. Yeah, because of she was out for, uh, like, a mental health Bro. thing. I feel oh, like... Yeah, 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 I know she's talking about now. I feel like some people are running this mental health thing in the ground. Right now, like that's the next. I know it, that's a big issue in the world. Trust me, it is. We all got some mental health problems right now. Uh, but it's the people with money who can only do that type of shit. Yeah, like that. That's me personally. Me, like personally, like as someone, look if you if you're a successful person and you know you got a mental health problem, get help. Like you got you got the resources. Well, I mean, I mean, sometimes help don't help. You know what I mean? I, I it's like a, I, but I the thing is, is like, you know, people, uh, most people are, can't afford to take a month away from their job for mental health. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, yeah, we can't. Like, I, I can't do that shit. I took a month off from mental health. Dude, I'd be broke <laughs> in a week. I'd be broke in a week, though. Like type yeah. situation, it wouldn't even be like a month. Like I have to go back after like a day or two. <laughs> it's 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 crazy, man. Like like I just know 
I'm I'm just slowly starting to tell when the mental health thing is just a tagline and it's not really what's going on with somebody. Uh, to be fair, I'm sure they all got. I mean, I, I don't doubt that she has mental health issues. If you, no, you, got, you, you figure the amount of uh, shit that she probably gets just anytime she pulls up her phone and looks online. That's another thing too. As someone as successful, and if you're like a public figure like that, put the fucking phone away, man. Like, come there's on, I get it. Don't there's a few people who uh, you know don't even mess with the phone because it's just there's there's shit people on the internet. There's shit people out there, and that that just gives them it gives a line of communication to shit people. Dude, I wish people could understand blocking people. Is so good for your mental health. <laughs> I've never actually had to block anybody. I mean, as a famous person, like just block oh, every I, fucking I, I, Bro, I, I I see why like CM Punk has his account on. You know, nobody can even reply to that shit when he tweets. Yeah, that's how I would set my shit up. Like, fuck, I don't want to hear anything y'all got to say. <laughs> because here's the thing. If any of the shit that y'all say mattered, it would matter. <laughs> I'd say because... that uh, Baron Corbin and Orton are still two of the best at handling. Yeah, hey, look now, there's people certain people, Twitter. there's certain famous people you can't fuck with them like that because they're trolls themselves. Yeah, like Fifty. Like, oh yeah, you can't fuck with Fifty. Fifty, a troll the fuck out of you. Fifty of making bullshit, don't bullshit too hard with fifty anyway. If someone show up at your house with a gun in your face, son. Oh yeah, this dude's not that far off from the people he portrays and fucking power. <laughs> they have been right. enjoying watching season one again. I'm probably gonna watch an episode or two before I got to. Bro. Yo, that today. fucking kid got fifty down, Pat. Yeah, so you see what I'm talking about? Yo, like, I'm here looking yeah, like they did like, a good job casting him. I'm like, bro, how you get your how you get your dimple to show just like 50 shit do? Like, huh? <laughs> like, I be watching him talking, like his whole face, and I'm like, yo, 50's mouth moves the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, this dude related to you or something. This another one of your kids. That shit would have I wish him and his like original son never had problems like they had. Cause Does he that's look some, a lot like him. He looks just like Damn. straight. Like, straight just like him, bro. Like, basically how how Little Meech looks just like Big Meech. Yeah, uh, that's just crazy. Yeah, Marquise? Oh, man, dude, that's crazy. Like, basically, seeing how that relationship transpired in real life, I understand exactly how his relationship was with his son and power. Like, that shit was crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's seeing that again, it's been different because, uh, you know, I, it's been so long since I've seen the first season or two. So, like, watching it was Sean was back in the show. Yo, he was a dope character. Yeah, Fucking I kind of forgot about Sean. Fucking Tasha and her shit. Yo, people don't, man, Tasha got a lot of motherfuckers killed, son. <laughs> yo, I'm sitting here looking at it, I'm like, yo, this bitch hands ain't clean at all. <laughs> oh, nothing. Well, Sean got himself hurt just based off who his dad was. Yeah, I wish. Well, shit, I shit didn't he didn't Kanan actually do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he so... fucking killed him. But I knew it. I mean, shit, this dude just fucking 
<laughs> what I just seen on the last episode of Raising Canaan. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it makes no sense, wonder. right? Yeah, you see where it's like yeah, the, the last line, I think, of the season. You know, you can't trust nobody. Not even your even mama. Your mama. Yo, when he said <laughs> that, I was like, what the fuck she done did? You know? Shit, you set him up for that shit, man. Shit's wild. He in the game now. And he never knew, yeah. like, what was going on. Like, so that's, yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, she said. I'm trying to up. remember. Like, I feel like, um, I feel like he mentions that girl, uh, Jukebox girlfriend. I feel like he mentions her in power. And I feel like when, you know, when they, when they introduced Jukebox and when in power, they're talking oh, about she only, huh? Yeah, Nicole, the white was that her? Yeah, what? A, yeah, I feel like yeah. they, he mentioned her, and I feel like I remember something along the lines of, um, "She only ever loved one person." What happened to her? I killed her. <laughs> <laughs> On accident, though. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but yeah, because technically, that white bitch should not have yeah. grabbed that shit. I mean, yeah, no, but you know, he, he cook up that bad shit, cut it with yeah, that bad shit. I get it, but it's in that situation, old girl's not one thousand or not a hundred percent clean on that one. Oh no, nah, like, yeah, you know, she, nah, but just saying, she guilty. Like, like honestly, that's eighty twenty. Like, she's eighty percent guilty on that one. Yo, that song like, was uh, catchy in in Canaan. Um, the uh, I'm a hustler. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the theme song. Like the theme uh, song, no. I start fucking vibing, son. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like all the theme music for all the Fifty shows. Oh yeah, when they started, yeah, the streets catch a body. Yo, I was singing it with the crowd. Yo, the streets catch a body. The streets, streets need a body. Need a body. <laughs> but yo, that shit was yo. But when I saw the look on Cannon face in the crowd, I was like. Oh, famous! You about to die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna last. You ain't lasting, in the, dude. You he do realize very famous. In the second season, this dude's body count about to start piling, probably. Yeah, people might start dropping because I wonder when they're gonna if they're gonna introduce a young ghost and Tommy. Oh, dude, I was thinking about that shit too. Yo. Since you're rewatching Power, do they mention Rock, the name Rock, like his mom? They haven't yet. I like I just, I feel like early in the season, like something when they're talking about Canon or Canon, and then they just like, yeah, Rock put us all on, Rock put you on to put us like so. Like I feel like they mentioned, but I could just be thinking this in my mind. I mean, I've it heard could the name, be, but um, yeah. I mean, if you if you uh if. Uh, girly decides to watch it back with you. You'll catch it. You'll catch anything like that. It's see, a they really, early... they really ain't. I mean, I really ain't got into Kanan yet. Like he's he only been on the show like once or twice. Me on the phone because he's still in jail. That's right. He ain't out of jail yet. Yeah, but he' about to when get he... out. <laughs> when, when that dude gets out, uh oh, people just start dropping, son. That shit makes me laugh because even like Tommy early in the season, you know, it's like you know, you, you, this made me think if Kano were out here, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> That's right, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, it's 
Yo, but the deeper power goes, don't fuck with Tommy. No, but Kanan was definitely the one not to fuck with in that show. In that universe. Yeah. It's or funny. Ghost. Don't fuck with Ghost, really. He always wins. Ghost got a little bit of garbage on show up at your house with the lights off. Yo, that that was some dope shit in, in the early seasons of power when he's when he put on the outfit. Oh yeah, when he put on yeah, when he put on when he put on that that certain fit where you know somebody about to get somebody about to get iced. And yo, he do that shit so smooth like a ghost, like you don't even know he's there. there. Yeah, I man, that shit's crazy. And how he would get out of shit was so crazy, and that's yeah, that's why like, just like Reek. Yeah, when I'm seeing Reek do shit, I'm like, oh, I'm like damn, <laughs> yo, this just like his dad, yo. And Tommy sees it. Like Tommy already know. That's why Tommy's saying, "Look, I ain't, we ain't never gonna see each other again." Reek, like he trying to stay far away from this motherfucker. Which I get it. Reek's got his own shit going on right now with the man. Top. People, people get hemmed up around fucking Reek, man. Might end up shot, dead. And this dude, like he's uh, he got a lot of his dad in him, but he he real clumsy at certain times right now. He's still resourceful and can get out of shit, but like he ain't got everything on lock yet. But I think the more he le- more he learns, the more he gonna have shit on lock, just like Ghost. The number one thing he gotta fucking learn is to fucking cover his goddamn hands when he's grabbing guns and shit. <laughs> like how you gonna fucking just grab that gun out of Cannon's hand or Kanan or you no know, Kane's hand? That's a cop's gun that's dead. You gonna grab that top of that gun? Pop the professor. Like now, how you gonna clean that gun? They get it figured like, out. He, he got uh, he got what's the face to help out too. But it's all good. He Larry got Jack, Kane. I can't think of a damn name in the show. Oh fuck! I know, <laughs> I know. I get that shit. Just won't come to me. Well, she's Madame Tahada right now. That's yeah. her name. Man, I see her getting herself popped. Honestly. Oh yeah, she got fucked up on the finale. If all them other people wasn't out there, um, she sh- pulled the gun on the wrong one. Ah, who got the balls to pull a gun <laughs> on me? <laughs> Yo, that shit legit made me laugh out loud. Because. Yo, and then Reek sitting there talking, telling Tom's like, "Hey, if you don't believe me, you can shoot me with your other piece." <laughs> Right, because <laughs> you know Tommy, he resourceful too. But if he coked up, that's when motherfucker goes on a rampage. <laughs> you don't need no damn powder. That's what happened, to fucking Holly and all them. <laughs> well, Holly, got... man, that bitch needed to go anyway. Yeah, she was sloppy. Yeah, Keisha was his down one, but she was about to fuck up. So, man, Keisha wasn't about that life. Nah, she she was down for Tommy, but she always had wanted be... what Tasha had with Ghost. Yeah, and she always like, wanted the nice things and all the money, but she ain't yeah. down for the real shit behind the scenes. Nah, cause like, like Tasha, I, I gotta give her credit because she always would say that. In that show with the Tommy, like she ain't built for this Tommy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And a lot of people does not. Nah, dude. Like, I, look, I didn't think Reek was built for it. It's the same thing with Kanan. He was born into that shit, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Boy. I wonder what Kane and Dad was, or not Dad, well, who they thought, who everybody, you know, say Kane and Dad was. What, Defcom or something? something, something like yeah, that? I can't remember. Defcom? Something like that. But either way, like, I, that dude must have been something serious. That dude ran the whole shit. And he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> From what? Different but, times, man. Different times. But, but then again, I can't trust anything Kane and Mom be saying. Rock, I can't trust anything she says. Honestly. Because yeah, I see where, where Kane and get all of it from. That's just where he gets it all from. Her. Because she's. That dude Kane and made me laugh on the damn scene. He was playing chess with the dude in jail. <laughs> they talking about checkmate, motherfucker. Dude try to come at him with a damn blade and. Sh- that didn't end well. Nah, done up. Dude, had Kane had to do the chokehold with that knife at his neck. Yeah, no. Set the motherfucking game board up again, motherfucker. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I'm I really can't wait for that first episode of season two of um Power Book. Ghost, the drop. Oh yeah, two, yeah, it's only in two weeks, right? So wait, so like, are they gonna extend BMF as well since they didn't drop this one? Nah, I think it's they'll have two weeks of BMF, and then that next week will be the premiere, probably. Wait, when's that stuff coming out? Like twenty first, right? Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're behind schedule now because this this week coming should have been the last episode of BMF. So it's gonna have an episode unless they're gonna premiere it after the Sunday after uh the twenty first. Must be it must be gonna be a uh maybe like a two do, part. Maybe they're gonna do two hours on this Sunday or the, the, that first week gonna have the world the premiere of Ghost and the season finale of BMF. And what a loaded fucking weekend! Plus Survivors, yo, it's lit. So yeah, either way, I'm good. Which other, which either, which either way they want to do that. And need to go ahead and just fucking drop the whole goddamn seasons. Yo, I'd have that shit. Well, shit, they wouldn't be able to keep no subscribers because I had that shit binged out in a couple days. And all right, I'll see y'all when that's new. When the new next shit drops, that's what Fifty would tell people after the season's over. He goes, "All right, you can unsubscribe now. See y'all next." Do now. I don't give a fuck. See y'all in a few months. Yo, they already finished the Power Book Four Force. That that airs early twenty twenty two. Yeah, it probably it probably air after Ghost. This shit gonna be lit, dog. They're gonna be a revolving freaking um fifty cent shows. I do like the little uh intro they have for the power universe lo- universe logo. Yeah, I like that shit because I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, this dude really starting the power universe, and he got it. He only got down four different shows. Like, I wonder if they're gonna do a Tasha one. For the for the for the ladies, <laughs> man, that's I don't know. It'll just be her in jail, having to deal with whatever she dealing well, with like, over there in Arizona, right? No, nah, like a raisin Tasha or like a raisin, oh. you know, 
I would I wonder, love. I wonder how much they're gonna get into in raising Canaan. Yeah, like how many seasons they gonna get up to that? Like, is it gonna end like, like how I'm thinking? Like, then I'm also sitting here thinking, like, yo, are they gonna do like a raising ghost? Like, cause I love to see how he came up. Well, that's why I'm wondering if they're gonna get into that with Canaan. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's right, because they all Canaan put them on. That might be how they do it. So, like, it depends on how long Canaan goes and all that. Because they in Unless they year... do another a, a whole another show in which Kanan does the same character, he'll be on it, but it ain't raising Kanan no more. Yeah, just maybe. Yeah, maybe it. Maybe it. Maybe the title changes. Maybe it changes from raising Kanan to something else. Whatever it's still the, the same next power book going to be going to be very special because it'll be Roman numeral V. Yeah, because four is Tommy's. Yep. Which it is force, and it looks like it's about his current life, I guess. Yeah. Where he's at now. Out in Cali. It'd be good to see him doing some shit again. Yo, this New York motherfucker gonna be out there on the West Coast. That shit gonna be funny. Because yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers gonna try to come at him the wrong way. <laughs> oh, shit. You gotta ask somebody about me. <laughs> Look I'm about to find me something to eat, I think, man. And yeah, man. I happened to look over. Sorry for keeping you this long, man. Nah, you straight. I got to pee like a motherfucker, though. Dude, I only had one fucking bowl out here today. That's awesome. Damn. I ain't even hit the pins. But yeah, it's been a good show. Knocked out some wrestling. Got some power talking. Since now, we could probably do a whole show about that one day since we both caught up now. Yeah, I'm refreshing on the old power. Bro, I ain't got no shit to watch. I'm going to have to go to watch Manifest or something. Hell yeah. Or I could stream. It's over, son. You got three seasons. I think I might stream tomorrow since it ain't a podcast day. But yeah, man. Good show. Thank you for joining us, everybody, on We The Villains Podcast. This this Sunday, we got a special edition. We got our boy, uh, our other villain, Jacob. Jacob. (laughs) Big Jake. Big bully. He coming through Sunday. Uh, so got another special guest stopping through. Look at look at the podcast getting getting guests now. Um, but yeah, good show. Grab you some grub, bro. Ah, uh, we'll be it. We'll be here Thursday for the NBA show. V's up. Out.